2: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network.
3: Countdown continues. We are just three days away from finding out who will face off in Arizona for Super Bowl 57. The Panthers have a new head coach in Frank Reich. And can Nathaniel Hackett in New York? All that and more as we roll along Hold today done. on v Final Countdown. Thank you, sir. Glad that you were able to make it to your seat. He's Matt Brown. I'm Stormy Vaughn. And Tony got a great two hours ahead on v Final too Countdown. too
4: soon, did I? I spoke too soon. He
3: was gloating. Yeah. I think spoke that's a good word for it.
4: Yes, I did. I spoke too soon.
3: That um, he had so much time today before mm-hmm. he sat down. He was just...
4: Look Ready down, go. no football. No mad dash sprint. today. Had yeah. to make the sprint over to the closet, but I got mm-hmm. back in time.
3: Well, that's because Sean Destroyed is over here. Destroyed my knee on Sean the desk, Sean over though, here on the ones just, and twos. Yeah. Sometimes Sean and Kevin are both here, mm-hmm. and so Kevin will come put that up there yeah. while Sean's handling the audio, but look what happened. You don't, you don't you don't know what to do with yourself without help. You're a very high-maintenance talent, Matt.
4: Destroyed my knee getting into the desk, <laughs> by the way. Like, absolutely. Well, maybe you can get the same kind of shot it. in your
3: knee that yeah. Patrick Mahomes has in his ankle because yeah. things are... Are working out all right for him, it appears. A uh, full participant yet again in practice today. Um, we got lots to cover with the AFC side of things in the Bengals and Chiefs and the NFC, 49ers and Eagles head to head this week. We'll also get to the NHL a little bit later on this hour. NHL Network Radio from Sirius XM, Jonathan Davis, always coming. Fast and furious with the with the trends, streaks, all of that stuff. So while I enjoy it, and I love learning that, I can't wait for you to make some sort of an argument. Actually, you can't because you don't know hockey. You can't even say, no, this isn't right. I, I disagree with this. I love that. I love that for our segment today. I'm just, listen,
4: sit back and enjoy <laughs> it. Just take it in. We'll see what's, you know, maybe no. I'll learn a thing or three.
3: Jonathan Davis is, is excellent. Yes. Really excited to have him. And then in hour two on the desk here at the South Point, Adam Burke will be in studio with us, VEASAN's own betting analyst. He has a great article out out, uh, on LeBron James because there are some odds as he looks to become the NBA's all-time scoring leader. He, there's Could he some, have done that last night There,
4: <laughs> the day before? He,
3: I mean, is that 100, 158 away, yeah, I believe, so probably, so probably not. Probably not. Mm, probably I, not
4: going to get it done.
3: I, I'd guess no. Yeah. But there, with that, I, the there world, are so, – Some
4: people were asking, so I just didn't know. I was just trying to, like – I'm curious as to who could have got there are
3: odds out there, though, for which game he's going to eventually break the record in what capacity is he going to do it? Will it be a three? Will it be a two point shot? Will it be a free throw? So um, all those things that we're going to get to later on in the program. But let's start here with the latest injury reports Mm -hmm. um, in these conference championship games, Um, because I mentioned Mahomes, we might as well start there in the AFC Chiefs. A one point favorite. This number is like moved around a lot um, since it first came out as the Bengals getting three in some spots when it opened. But now we're sitting pretty steady here, it looks like Kansas City laying one at home.
4: 48 now, up at one, two, three, four, five of the books out there. So again, this is now we are seeing the trend of, oh, okay, we're gonna we're gonna tick this thing back up because Patrick Mahomes is apparently okay. My the same buddy that I read, you know, you guys, the tweet on Monday. I mean, the text from him on Monday where he was talking about, you know, look, if this was truly a high ankle sprain, et cetera, et cetera, telling all the things that went on. Get the same text from from him last night and said, this was obviously not a true high ankle sprain, right? T- like, like you called yeah, it a because, because if it were an actual high ankle sprain, it's like there's zero chance they would have him putting weight on it on a Wednesday, like just, just no chance whatsoever.
3: Well, and most players I've heard mm-hmm. that have dealt with high ankle sprains coming out are like, Oh yeah, three weeks, mm-hmm. three weeks. Like that's when I felt okay to play. Yeah. And so it's, yeah, it's definitely so not we that got extent. Fed,
4: I'm not going to say it was, it was false information. I think maybe it was just premature mm-hmm. information that we got fed in all of this. And listen, what it did was basically just got the line back to where it started in the first mm-hmm. place, you know, which was in slightly in favor Kansas City and uh the the total is I think now getting back to appropriate as well I mean if we're getting two basically full strength offenses going at it here we know that Cincinnati's offense has been a a powerhouse um the second half of the season the Chiefs have been a powerhouse all season long and so I think whenever we take a look at 48 I think it's fairly appropriate right as to where we're as to where we are with this total and you know if you were able to get on it at 46 and a half when it had like dipped down to there and you were able to get in and over. I'm sure you're feeling pretty good to get on the other side of that 47 as well. But mm-hmm. you know, look, th- this is a, I'm honestly weirdly, even though I'm a, I am on Cincinnati and all these things. And I actually think that they can win this game outright. Like I'm actually glad that Patrick, Mahomes, like I want to see yeah. like the best version of these two teams. You know, like I understand from a betting aspect, people be like, what are you talking about? You idiot. You have a plus three <laughs> Cincinnati ticket. Like you, you want the worst Patrick Mahomes ever. And, I get that mindset, but like if I want to separate it from and just be a sports fan, I would rather have a healthy Patrick Mahomes. I would like to see the best version of the Chiefs versus the mm-hmm. best version of Cincinnati and let's see what happens.
3: And like have the best team yeah. win and be the representative yeah. of the Super Bowl. Like right. I completely agree with all of that. And for Mahomes, he said that he felt better after logging a full practice yesterday than he anticipated and has told reporters that he wants to, you know, push it little by little throughout the course of the week to make sure that. He knows what he's capable of come Sunday for the game. As for this Eagles-Niners game, this line is pretty much standing pat Uh, at this point. Eagles favored by two and a half at home in Philadelphia. Total 46 and a half has gone up, though, from that 45, 45 and a half we saw earlier this week. But the 46 and a half staying there the last 24 hours plus. Uh, A.J. Brown, Eagles wideout. Said he's fine after sustaining that hip injury against the Giants last week. Corner, Avante Maddox, has been upgraded to questionable. He missed the last four weeks with a toe issue. So um, still TBD whether or not he'll be available to go today. But good to note there. McCall Hardman feels better than he did the last couple of weeks. uh, Sat out last week. Still not expected to go from what I have read, but questionable, and there's potential there. As for San Francisco, Christian McCaffrey we know appeared a bit compromised um, after last weekend's game with Dallas dealing with the calf issue. He did not practice again today. Neither did Elijah Mitchell. And while yesterday that didn't concern me, today that's not making me feel as great. It's (laughs) at least
4: interesting, right? I mean, because – the, the DNP tags mean they couldn't even get out there and do just kind of partial work. I was
3: really hoping hoping for a limited yeah, today.
4: Yeah, yeah. That's the interesting part about this. Now, from a McCaffrey standpoint, a calf injury, you probably... It's kind of like what we were talking about. You know, like, I was expecting, even heading into this game, that we probably get more of the McCaffrey role that we got towards the end of that game last week as it was anyway, because these calf injuries aren't just going to mm-hmm. magically go away in a week, right? And so it's like more just managing and making sure you're not overdoing it and so I think we do see a little bit more of the okay maybe earlier down stuff goes to Mitchell and well assuming he can get back out there right and like you know maybe goes to Mitchell and then we see McCaffrey come in on situations where one they either have a play drawn up for him or passing downs and things where he can really contribute and help out I I think that we'll probably see that and listen if Mitchell can't go then we'll see a shift in the prop market and, and you know, next man up will be somebody that will be looking to play as well. Because I don't think it really changes all that much who that guy is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, be, it's just the role in which Shanahan is going to put him out there to play.
3: As of now, both of them are still probable. And mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan has said the expectation is that they will be good to go on Sunday. Uh Debo Samuel also been dealing with an ankle. He was limited today. Um, the Panthers – have made the first move uh, in the head coaching market since the regular season ended three weeks ago. They elected to say, hey, Steve Wilkes did a good job in interim. 500 football got us near a spot in the playoffs, but not enough. And Frank Reich is who we are going to hire. Former Indianapolis Colts coach who was fired midway through this past season. And uh, fun fact, which I thought was just like a cool little tie. He was the first quarterback, took the first nap, made the first pass in Panthers history, that inaugural season in 1995. So bringing a little bit back and clearly the owner, David Tepper, saying, we need a quarterback and we need an offensively focused head coach. And that's why they're going with Reich here
4: Which I... Do find it a little interesting because the whole reason that he got let go with Indianapolis was because that offense really wasn't doing what they were expected to do, you know, and certainly was not heading in the right direction with all that. I mean, listen, if you believe this is a, if you believe this is a game changer, you can get the Panthers <laughs> in your account right now at sixty-five to one. <laughs> you can get a, a for a Super Bowl next year, so you can get a sixty-five to one Panthers ticket in the old account if you feel that this is something that's going to. To change things up, I mean, in in all seriousness, though, I mean, it is a team that is most likely gonna, most likely gonna, you know, get a bridge quarterback this year if they can't get one of the quarterbacks th- this year in the draft. And, See, I was know, gonna
3: ask you, did the Bears find their sucker now to I get mean, trade up uh, from nine?
4: Maybe so, or if hey, listen, I truly, truly, truly believe Anthony Richardson's gonna go in the first round. Like, I, I think that there is going to be a team that looks at his uh, his athleticism and what he brings to the table, and they're just not going to be able to pass up on it. Now, is that team willing to deal with him not playing for a season, trying to get NFL ready, and in another in a, a bridge quarterback type situation? You know, that is where we're at with, with the Panthers, because I think they're in one of those spots in which you could gamble then at that point on a Richardson. And if you're willing to, like I said, you know, get one of these bridge quarterbacks to come in and play. I know.
3: I don't like that. Yeah, (laughs) I really don't. And I mean, this is a Panthers team that, not to say that they're a quarterback away, but they have a lot of really good, talented young pieces. Mm -hmm. And if they had the quarterback, you would think that they'd be able to start building. I feel terrible for Matt Corral that he was injured before the season started and never got his opportunity. But now I question, okay, so what do you do for that bridge year? When If you do draft a quarterback, whether it's at nine or trading to move up, like what – what do you do for this coming year? Like, do you resign Sam Darnold? Do you try to go find a vet? Do you uh, bring well, in Jacoby Brissett? Cause Frank Reich has experience with him. I don't know. Right.
4: And, and that's what, any of those people you mean. I mean, like resigning Darnold, he would be pennies on the dollar, even Brissett at this point in his career, pennies on the dollar as a bridge quarterback, or whatever, if you did want to pull the trigger there at nine, because one of the things we definitely know Houston's taking a quarterback. Indianapolis is taking a quarterback. And then there are multiple teams in front in which taking a quarterback is certainly at least on the table, right, where it wouldn't surprise anyone if Seattle did. It wouldn't surprise anyone if Detroit did. Like Jared Goff could be okay for the next couple of years, and and then you move on from there. We know Las Vegas mm-hmm. needs a quarterback in Atlanta. Could use a quarterback most likely as well. So, I mean, there are a bunch of teams between them and Carolina. That said, if they don't pull the trigger on Richardson, I think it's, I think Carolina might be the team to do it.
3: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I just I just personally don't like it. Obviously, they haven't been able to find stability at the position mm-hmm. since Cam Newton, Frank Reich hasn't had stability as a coach at the position since Andrew Luck. We're going to step aside when we come back, Nathaniel Hackett hired as the offensive coordinator for the Jets. Are they trying to get Rodgers? Come on.
2: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is v final countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network.
3: Calling all football fans! With conference championships ahead this weekend, it's time to check out Bet Rivers. You could win up to ten thousand bucks in bonus cash instantly by playing the exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this football season. I don't know about you, I love squares. Yes. Place ten dollars or more in qualifying bets, and you get a square on the house. If the number on your square matches the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus and credit, use full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com. I, I love squares.
4: Did I miss? Did I miss you telling me about the bonus though?
3: Uh, that was for yesterday. Yeah,
4: no, no bonuses I'm, today.
3: I'm, yes, I'm staying away from the bonus if I can. Maybe I'll save that for hour two. We <laughs> shall see. Um, I
4: didn't even realize how that
3: comes out. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. Even, um, hey, as we round out the conversation that we had uh, a couple moments ago mm-hmm. with Frank Reich getting hired at the Panthers, where does this leave stuff with Sean Payton? Because I've heard a lot of – obviously, he's been kind of the bell of the ball that all of the teams have been talking about. Hey, are we going to land him? Is it Denver now? Is it so-and-so? But – a lot of the reports I've been seeing from the insiders are, like, he's kind of biding his time.
4: Well, there's that. But, I mean, I, I, we we were talking about this from the day that his name started getting floated was, you got to pay the Piper if you mm-hmm. want him. And, like, so you, unlike any of these other coaching situations in which you just sign the coach and you pay him the money, you have to give the Saints compensation for him. And that is, that's a lot. When you talk about this guy, I mean, these are all just unsubstantiated reports. But, I mean, saying he's somewhere in the neighborhood of $20 million a year that he's mm-hmm. looking for. So, now you're paying $20 million a year, and you've got to give up a first-round draft pick to to get this guy. Or And if you believe some of the other reports that they want more than a first-round draft pick for, for Sean Payton. I mean, like, that's just a lot for a franchise. Like, any way you, do, any way you slice it, you know. And so, Denver's pick is not – incredibly appealing but a pick is a pick whenever especially when you're the saints and you don't have a first round pick denver's picks way down at the bottom of the round um but you know it's it's one of those things where i think that if you're the you're the saints you look and if they're not if they're not willing to really pony up i mean what what incentive to them to pl- to play ball when it's just gonna again mm-hmm. it's a pick in the in the bottom of the of the first round you know i mean that's like a not that you can't get a good quality player there, you certainly can, but you're not getting a franchise altering player that the Saints really need. Obviously, they're one of the teams that need a quarterback. You know, like mm-hmm. they need a quarterback, they need there's all kinds of things that they need.
3: All right, well, the first domino has fallen uh mm. in the coaching carousel and then uh there are a number of offensive coordinator vacancies as well and one got Filled today, Nathaniel Hackett, the fired coach from the Denver Broncos, which is now an opening all of a sudden that Sean Payton might may or may not be interested in uh, moving on to the Jets, Robert Sala hiring him uh, today. And it's interesting because as an offensive coordinator, obviously he had a ton of success. Top 10 scoring offense three times, but as a head coach, we also know how God-awful the Broncos were on offense this year. 32nd in scoring, 21st in total yards. They were horrible in the red zone, and I don't know how much you can attribute that to coaching or Russell Wilson or whatever, but he was not out of the job long.
4: Yeah, it is a very interesting – I mean, what else can you say about that other than it's just an interesting hire? It's just—it's an interesting hire.
3: And I didn't even, I mean, I buried the lead here. What everyone is talking about is, is this another instance where somebody is going out and hiring Nathaniel Hackett with the hope that, oh, him and Aaron Rodgers are homies. Are we going to get 12 here? And I don't... (sighs) I don't see that happening, but then you see the the quotes coming out that they're looking for a veteran quarterback, but yeah. wait a second. I thought that it was through hell or high water. Yeah. We want Zach Wilson to have success. It, so what are we doing?
4: Yeah, I, I mean, look, some people can be amazing coordinators and just really fail at head coaching. So, I mean, I'm not saying that this is a uh, uh, – there are, there are that. some people who are just completely, like, you know, dragging this, saying, like, oh, my God, how can you possibly do this? And, so like, listen, some people are just not cut out to be head coaches, right? I mean, like, there's an incredible amount of responsibility that comes along with being a head coach that you do not have as a just a singular part of the coordinating staff, right? I mean, so you look at this, and maybe he's just not cut out to be a head coach but can still be just a fantastic, awesome coordinator. And so, like, I, I'm not dragging that. It just it's more the timing of everything where you're coming off of quite literally one of the, I mean, like in my recent memory anyway, like one of the biggest disasters of a coaching kind of head coaching gig that we've seen in quite some time, because it's not one of these guys that has come in and taken over what we all consider to be a bad team and then wasn't able to turn it around. And then you go like, well, great coaching hire. I mean, they were were four and 12 when you got them, and then they're four and 12 whenever you're leaving. It's like, no, like everybody thought with the talent on the defensive side of the ball for Denver – Getting Russell Wilson, you still had those wide receivers and all that. Like there were there was expectations, right? I mean, like there were expectations that this team was going to to do something. And then the fact that it just fell completely flat on its face and then you just turn right around and get another gig, that's more than that's the only thing is kind of interesting Mm -hmm. to me, where it's like, man, that was that was an abject failure. And yet, boom gainfully employed.
3: (laughs) And it's the Jets who, because they've never struggled, let's just add another piece to the puzzle that has not had recent success. But it's, I mean, hey, but like you said, I think that's an excellent point that some people just might not be cut out to be head coaches. Mm. And he was a tremendous offensive Mm. coordinator. You just wonder how much of that was due to the pieces that you had on the field as well. So a lot of little factors playing in there. Uh, Hackett and Sala do have a prior relationship. They were both assistant coaches on the Jags together in 2015 and 16. Hackett was a quarterbacks coach, Sala a linebackers coach there. Also, Hackett's father, a former Jets offensive coordinator himself, back from 2001 to four with Herm Edwards. So a little, we got all the all the do, ties do, 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 do. to the team today yeah. with Reich being a former mm-hmm. quarterback and Hackett with his family ties there. Okay, let's go back to talking AFC Championship because mm-hmm. we have to, and we're going to a lot. Um, but if you had to place a bet right now, had to on who's going to win the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Is it the Bengals for you, or where are you putting your money? I mean... You love your Jesus H. Burrow, so that's why I had to tee it up that way. At
4: the current... Listen, I would have to go that direction if it was an AFC. You know, I mean, like, if... I am now torn because I had the Eagles number one in my power ratings for the majority of the year. They moved out when their starting quarterback got hurt. Their starting quarterback supposedly is healthy, and so I should have them either back at one or two behind, be it either the Chiefs or Cincinnati, whoever I think is is better, right? So that's where I'm trying to get my brain back, and I'm going like, okay, Matt, why are you not putting the Eagles then back, you know, leading the way for you? And, and I, I don't know why I can't get there. Now, listen, it might be because the Bengals did start to play exponentially better over the latter half of the season. They proved last week that despite no matter what, what's going on with this offensive line. They can figure out a game plan to have success on the offensive side of the ball. And, of course, the defense, as we mentioned, most underrated unit, I think, in the NFL and, and was there kind of all year long. So I think it was like the elevation of them and then my brain not being able to, like, process that the quarterback <laughs> is back for the Eagles, which is, like, leaving me in this weird position. So I, I it's a, it's really tough. It's really tough for me right now.
3: 100 fictional dollars, though. What are you doing?
4: On any of the four teams.
3: Any of the four teams.
4: Yeah, I mean, most likely... Most likely, the Bengals are plus 275. Okay. Most likely.
3: That's what I thought you would yeah.
4: do. Yeah, M- most likely. Though the Eagles are still very, very appealing to me, and I know you hate to hear that because that would mean <laughs> that they would have to beat the 49ers <laughs> this week, and then, yeah, and all the I like actually, that.
3: I actually, yeah. I had a very nice reception when I walked into the South Point this morning because, um, I mean, you know, we, our VEASAN little fishbowl here mm-hmm. is very prominent. A lot of people that are regulars know us now when they come through, and somebody just screamed at me, Stormy, who's going to win the Super Bowl? Niers, baby. And I got a round of applause. There were a lot of folks over there that were friends. Oh, I thought you were
4: about to say, then the, then the band started playing.
3: Oh, they, yeah, there th- is that a would band. have been, that
4: have been, that have been great, right? There Could you imagine if you were like, if you were like 49ers and the band just went, like, like they just started playing, that would have been amazing. You
3: know what? We need to get like Vinny or Chris Andrews or somebody here to give us like a regular PDF on what's going on here weekly at the South Point, because there's always something happening. And today, at least for the next three weeks, anyway. we roll up and there's just a band, like a, a full band yeah. with the feather caps and everything. Yeah. Outside. A, it really gave a, a pep Marchy, in my step uh, the, when I was coming in. Drum
4: leader and the whole four yeah. nine yards. I it think. was
3: nice. Okay. So we talked about this yeah. yesterday, last couple of minutes here of the segment, the exact does And so I already told people my favorite one on this board was the 49ers, Bengals to be the matchup, San Francisco to win that game available at seven to one. But there are a ton of options here on the board, all of which are five to one or better.
4: Yeah,
3: these I know are, you hate that one, but that's mine.
4: These are I mean, look, they're super interesting to kind of look at and, and talk through anyway. Right. Because if you had if you had some fairly if you had some I mean, you do you have conviction on the 49ers. And so you actually are getting great value right on the ones that you would pick. I mean, you'd be able to take you'd be able to take two, two seven over seven to one, you know, seven to one and seven and a half to one for you to kind of get home there. I mean, you could put a unit on both and your 49ers win. You're, you're feeling pretty, pretty great. I agree. You would, you you would just bet both.
3: Yeah. I think, well, because you would
4: just bet both. I mean, you, I mean, instead of putting one unit on either one of those, you would just split it in half. I mean, like that's,
3: yeah, that is the matchup that Mm -hmm. I feel like it's going to be. Yeah. Um, So I lean that direction for Cincinnati and San Francisco. But there – I mean, there are other ways you can play I just really – yes, I understand what you're saying, that you can play it both ways. But I I just really feel like the 49ers are going to win. Am I that lame?
4: No, but, I mean, if you think the 49ers are going to get to the Super Bowl and or win the Super Bowl, then this would be the way for you to play it right now because, I mean, they're not going to be, you know, plus 350 – you know, you know, on the money line. Like, that's yeah, not going to happen. and especially
3: because I did a poor job of betting the 49ers' future, like, preseason like I normally do. I just didn't do it this year. And so I didn't get them until they were, like, 5-1. to one. So, meh. Hockey, when we come back, you're on Visa and Final Countdown.
0: VSIN's final countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network.
3: If you're looking for a betting edge, you already know where to go. The VSIN experts have you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with our new introductory offer of just $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to the daily recap of top plays made from show hosts and guests. Tools like betting splits, deep dive betting reports, Vsin betting guides for the biggest games of the season, brackets, best bets, all the big game props. Don't miss out though. This is a limited time offer. Visit vCN.com slash subscribe today to sign up. Again, only 999 V S I N dot com slash subscribe. What do we got, Matt? What is Here's it? Here's the
4: thing. I don't have to tell our next guest what the conversion is, but for our friends mm-hmm. in Vancouver, in Montreal, in Toronto, in Calgary, Calgary. in Edmonton. All these plays if you rolled the dice and you held out until today, well, good on you. It is 1331 Canadian today. It is five Canadian pennies cheaper than yesterday. You've saved yourself a Canadian nickel. Get on it because I can't guarantee it's gonna go no, down. Tomorrow. Because no, because usually
3: each day we're seeing this go up. So strike all the iron's Seriously, You got people. to get
4: in today. We saved you a Canadian nickel. <laughs> And uh, that's all we can promise. That's well, that we is a promise.
3: great segue yeah. to talking a little hockey. Nine games in the NHL coming up tonight to help us break it all down. One of our Canadian brethren, although, Jonathan, you do live in Los Angeles now. Jonathan Davis, SiriusXM XM, NHL Network radio host, also host of the Show Me the Money Hockey Betting podcast. You can download wherever you get your podcast. Welcome in, my friend. How are you?
7: I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Matt, I don't know if you can see my uh, Canadian, Team Canada jersey in the background, but that was for your benefit. I have two uh, at home, yes. So, yes, uh, yes.
4: I, I, it looks familiar. I have a couple at home as well, yeah.
3: <laughs> well, Janie, we appreciate you joining us today. Let's get into uh, this slate coming up. The Buzzsaw Bruins, as I feel like I can only refer to them now, bring their 80 points in NHL best record into Tampa tonight. Game two of a five-game road trip. Boston won and covered the puck line both previous matchups this November against Tampa. Is that a trend that we think can continue, or what are you looking at with this game tonight?
7: Yeah, I like the bees. Right they <laughs> there, are, we go.
3: See, and I—you guys are
4: both on. I uh, love it. Y'all are on a first name basis, you know, Jonathan, with this team. I are, appre- all see, of y'all. I love our yeah. our
3: listeners and friends of the show. Listen, Great. I'm not. I'm not on a first
4: name basis with the team, so I just have to call
3: them the Bruins. We'll get it together. Yeah, I know. Go on, Jonathan. Hey, look, Sorry. Hey,
7: mm. <laughs> Yo, So look, they've gone from a dog to a favorite. Uh, they opened up at minus 105, a slight underdog, but now you know we're seeing them steamed up to 115. I do like Boston tonight. I mean. You know, look, Tampa has been absolutely dominant at home, especially as a favorite. They're 18-4 and four this year as a home favorite. But Boston, to me, is the better team. They've won five straight over Tampa. They've, they've won four straight at Tampa. We're seeing the line move to Tampa. So, look, there's two ways that you can play it. If you like the Bruins tonight, there are a couple ways to approach it. You can play the Bruins on the money line. You can play the Bruins team total over two and a half, but it's actually a lot better. If you're able to play the race to three goals, you can get them at plus 120. Or if you want to play the race to four goals, you know, you can get that at plus 190. By the way, Tampa, Stormy, I mentioned to you earlier in the week, they've won now 27 of 30 games by four more goals, but they've lost 12 of 16 games by giving up four more goals. So there are a lot of ways to play it, but for me, I'm playing the Bruins and definitely on the money line.
3: And you do have to get a little bit more unique when you're betting the Bruins because they just are winning at such a high rate. They're taxed like crazy. So I love the creativity.
4: At 8 Eastern, we have the Sabres and the Jets. Currently, the Jets are minus 180 home favorites, plus 155 if you want the Sabres on the road as underdogs. A total of
7: six and a half. But none of that means anything to you because you're playing a team total. <laughs> well, I'm playing I'm playing Winnipeg over three and a half. I would have a slight lean to the Jets. Look, I'm a huge Sabres guy. I hope they make the playoffs, and I just saw them at getting them at plus 275 to make it. I, I really hope they do, and they're a good road team, guys. I mean, they're 11-7 and seven as a road underdog this year. The Jets 11-3 and three as a home favorite. I just think the Jets are the better team, and so for me, yeah, it's, it's Jets team total over 3.5. I would have a slight lean to the Jets on the money line. You know, Josh Applebaum has a great trend where you, if you take teams – Just in that favorite uh, spread between minus 175 and minus 225, home or road this year, they're 128 and 51. That's 72%.
3: Awesome. Hey, let's keep going down the slate here. Preds coming off back-to-back wins, cashing on the money line four of their last five. The same can be said of the New Jersey Devils, who they face tonight at Bridgestone Arena. Before I get to your opinion on, Mm -hmm. you know, who's going to win or lose this game, are we going to get a regulation finish? Finally, four straight games for New Jersey that they've gone to overtime or shootout.
7: Well, for my look, I, I I'm just playing Nashville. I I, I don't <laughs> want to sweat this one out. The last time these two teams played, Nashville stole one with a late goal. I think about you know under ten seconds to go and won it in overtime. I, I just think you know look this the, the the Predators have been New Jersey's kryptonite. They've lost seven straight to New Jersey. They've lost nine of ten, including the one game this year. I like the way that Nashville's playing. And I just think for New Jersey, you know, it's it's a lot of extra hockey. Granted, overtime is maximum five minutes. But they've had to extend themselves in four straight. I kind of think, I don't want to put them in the Minnesota Vikings category, guys, but I think their luck runs out tonight. I like the Predators, again, to keep that that win streak alive against New Jersey.
3: Okay, man, I just, I love the plus money prices on the 60-minute line. And I just can't yep. get there with New Jersey because they keep going to OT and you it's killing it. me.
4: I know. I, I try to not pull the trigger on those too often.
3: Get out of as here as well. Eight o'clock
4: Eastern. <laughs> Philadelphia Flyers and the Minnesota Wild right now. The Wild. Minus two forty home favorites here, two to one on the Flyers on the road as underdogs. A flat six is the total. And looking at another team total here in this one.
7: Yeah, because I can't trust either team. But the one thing I can trust is I think the Minnesota Wild can score goals. And they've done it against Philadelphia. They've scored four more in their last three. And the Flyers have given up four more in each of their last four losses. So, you know, Philadelphia is playing better hockey. They're a team that, you know, I, they, they 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 stick around. But I do think that Minnesota has the ability to put up at least four. I don't want to play them the race to four because the the Wild to me are also very leaky. I do. I'll, I'll just go with the wild team total over three and a half.
3: Yeah, and I mean if the Flyers lose a game, they're letting the opposition score. Uh Flyers last eight losses have allowed four or more goals. So maybe that's a fun like two leg parlay thing to get in there for the books that do allow you to mix and match mm. those types of things. Do them to Yeah, yeah you know, just just say you can cre- just you're get getting a little creative. creative. I know. You're you I'm trying. Know, you're I'm free trying. Free flowing
4: here. You didn't really think this through. You're just kind of like, hey, I oh, kind of yeah. like you know, it. Yeah, I think that go. could
3: be good. Um, as well, especially just because the team total is at minus 130. If you can mm-hmm. pair it up with something, get a little Boom. plus money odds. Just Nailed saying. It. So, yeah. Jonathan, let's talk a little yeah. big picture here because you mentioned that you did a wager on Buffalo at plus 275 to make the playoffs. This guy to my right mm-hmm. was going so. Like, it's like he doesn't know who he's sitting at a desk with sometimes. Wanted to bet Vegas to miss the playoffs, which I said, please don't do that. That That's just, don't do it. Uh, Is there a team on the other side that you think could miss the playoffs that's a good bet right now?
7: I think the team, the Minnesota Wild, that I just bet over three and a half uh, on the team total. uh, Mm. I think there's a good shot. They're at plus 300 to miss. Look, I think the Wild's only chance is a wild card. And so they're going to need one of the two, you know, existing wild card teams to fall out or one of the teams in the Pacific division to fall out, in my opinion. Because I, I think Colorado is going to get better, and I do like – I think Dallas and Winnipeg are both better than Minnesota. So I think at 3-1, to one, Minnesota to miss is is a pretty I, – I like that wager.
3: And Vegas is not falling out, correct?
7: I don't think so because we <laughs> I, Vegas will make a trade. If Mark Stone is as badly injured as, as he could be with that back, you know that Kelly McCrimmon and the Golden Knights will make themselves a, a, a trade – uh, to fill that roster spot. Jonathan, you already said that you are a big Buffalo guy and you
4: believe in this yeah. team, and you've actually backed that up with a wager.
7: Yeah, I mean, at plus 275 to make the playoffs, I mean, look, they've got games in hand on the teams that they're chasing in the wild card race. I mean, that's their only way in. I'm not sold on Pittsburgh, and I'm not sold on Washington. So for me, I think they've got a good shot at at, at passing either one of those teams. And I mean, look, to me, the Buffalo Sabres are the Detroit Lions of hockey. Um, they're they're just so exciting to watch lots of great offense with this team. And so I look. I, I hope they. I, I think for for the playoffs, and it's it's one of the biggest TV ratings hockey markets mm-hmm. in the NHL. So I really hope the Sabers do get in.
3: Yeah, great offense and a leaky defense, which is why we were able to cash that over <laughs> when they faced the Blues the other night. So that was a good one that the two of us were on. It's me. a good
4: television market. You can't go outside in Buffalo. It's just like there's snow nine feet tall. You, can get you lots can't of get, Yeah, the doors your door doesn't even open this time of which year, is so nice. you just stay inside. You don't watch, watch <laughs> hockey.
7: That's so all you did. It's so true. I was at a Bills-Raiders playoff game in another lifetime, walked out to my car, and I'm seeing everybody's got their, their engines running, and I'm wondering, why did people leave their engines running during the game? I got out to my car. It was dead as a doornail. <laughs> I last guy out of the parking lot. Oh, my
3: gosh. There it is. That's fantastic. See? Jonathan, we appreciate you so much. Thank you for doing this. All the best. Take the- care. Absolutely. Good luck with your bets tonight. Jonathan Davis again of NHL Network Radio on Sirius XM and host of the Show Me the Money Hockey Betting Podcast. You can follow him at West Coast Hockey on Twitter, but it's hockey H. K Y. But he does a great job. Like he's always posting the latest just trends and themes, whether it be like by period information, really, really interesting stuff. If you just want to get like a deeper insight into how things are going for certain teams, two
4: futures bets in his account, Buffalo to make the playoffs, Minnesota to miss the playoffs. And then the four he's looking at tonight, Bruins money line over Tampa jets, team total over Nashville money line over the devils. And then, the wild team total and as if, well.
3: And if even Matt was speaking too fast for you there, remember that all of the picks from Beeson Show hosts and guests are available at vCin.com. Become a subscriber today, vCin.com slash subscribe. We're gonna step aside, getting back to some foosball when we come back.
0: This is V-SIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSR, the sports betting
3: network. Welcome back to the show everybody. This segment of V's Final Countdown is presented by Zin Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine when other nicotine products can be too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for. Zin Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zin's made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. You can buy Zyn online or find a store near you at Zin.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is, is an addictive, addictive chemical. chemical. I was hoping someone would join me. It is me. an
4: addictive chemical.
3: He's Matt Brown. I'm Stormy Bonantoni. If you want to join in on any of the conversation today, please tweet at us at matt brown m 2 at StormBonantoni, B-U-O-N. But usually, Question. you know, it'll kind of fill out itself. Or at v Life. yes?
4: Question. When, we, when we go to break, like, we always step aside. Are we ever gonna like slide aside? Are we ever gonna like jump aside? Are we ever gonna like well, what? or are we always stepping? We are don't, we are we or glide we aside? Don't always Ooh, step we aside. Can, we're gonna glide aside.
3: Sometimes we step away.
4: Oh, okay. But we're always stepping?
3: No. Sometimes we're taking a time out.
4: Oh okay. All right. All right. Wondering. I just, Sometimes
3: we'll be right back. So <laughs> it
4: just. Depends. You have the, you have a for, the, for, I, the yeah. rotation? All right. We'll
3: see, we'll see how this segment right. ends. We'll get a little yeah. crazy.
4: I, I, I'm, I gave you a rhyme right there, and I figured you would just eat that up. I mean, like, you know, we're going to slide aside. Mm. But, uh, you mean, uh, mm. just, no, glide aside?
3: Glide aside. Look, glide aside. Yeah, but that, that just sounds terrible okay. for the show. Gotcha. All right. Purposes. Good deal. But I like where your head's at. Hey. Just like the Bruins and trying to find alternate ways to bet them, mm-hmm. I like the creativity. I'm doing the best
4: I can for you. Here. So, so there
3: me. you go. Yeah. Uh, speaking of creativity, there are a ton of props available for the conference championship games coming up this weekend. And we thought that this would be fun to look through some of the more unique markets because. Obviously, tomorrow we are going to be doing iteration number two of bets and consequences. Thank you to everybody, by the way, who tweeted in your suggestions or followed along with each one of our bets throughout the divisional round. It was a lot of fun. It, I mean, the result was the most fun, obviously. Matthew, still very proud of you and for you being able to put down that mayo packet. What's going to happen this week? We're going to have $500. We're going to go through our selected bets tomorrow. Matt's already picked a bunch of his. I no, know. no, no, no,
4: no. I have perused the He's menu. perused. I have started to whittle things down. Okay. I've got it down to about 40 different ones I'm considering at 40? this point. And then I'm just, I'm just <laughs> trying to make you nervous. Just trying to make you nervous. Uh, well, how, much, how much research I've done.
3: So yeah. we're going to have, again, just like we did last week, $500. Fictional dollars, we can make any type of single-click bet that we want on DraftKings Sportsbook. So if there's a same game, like a quick same-game parlay that has three elements, that's fine. We just can't build that ourselves, so it just has to be a single clip option that any of you guys could do at home as well. And the bets are in $50 increments. So you could put all $500 down on one bet if you want to, or $50 here, $100 here, $150, and so on and so forth. Now, some of the options that are out there that are, like, Last week, we did all of ours that were very Mm -hmm. team-specific or player-specific. There are some more just, like, game-specific ones out there. Like, for example, a non-quarterback to throw a passing touchdown sitting at 15-1. to A quarterback to catch a touchdown. Forty to one. Do you think that things are going to get crazy out there? So just a long list of things. So let's start with these Sunday specials that are specifically on the player-related side. Were there any that interested you? I personally love me a big man touchdown. You keep going
4: down the list. Any offensive lineman touchdown? Thirty-five to one. We call so that
3: a thick six, ladies and gentlemen. Or a
4: fat man touchdown. Any player to return a kickoff for a touchdown? Ten to one. Any player to return a punt for a touchdown? Twenty. To one, any player to score a safety nine to one, any player to have at least 150 receiving yards is 250, And then any player to have at least 150 rushing yards is nine to one. Is
3: it bad that I want the odds to be higher for a punt return to be ran back after how long it took in the regular season for one to happen?
4: No, no, that should be. Yes. Those, that is not, that was not great from an odds perspective. No, no, because there was like, thousands of punts, and then I think there was two return, like two <laughs> yeah. returned for touchdowns or something, so, yeah. That I one, can't
3: remember what week it was that the first let's one came leave out. leave like, that what? one
4: off our betting card yes. this week. How about it? Let's you just, would say uh, that. There's
3: plenty of other
4: options. Let's leave that one, except for you. You should put that one in for sure. <laughs> put a 50 spot on that one. Like Or
3: yeah. should put the whole 500 on it. Just
4: put the, <laughs> whole, so just put the whole 500 on it. Oh, by
3: the way, before I forget, what the consequences. Yes
4: we have decided we'll be yes we have decided we're gonna do it and and here's the thing things are gonna get messy in here on monday but it is what it is
3: yeah so last week matt had to eat two packets of mayo for his consequences if i were to have lost that bet i would have had to eat two raw oysters so dodged a bullet there neither one of us can dodge this bullet because it is a whipped cream pie to the face at the end of next Monday's show. So we're doing it at the end just so we glasses. don't have to go through the whole show with, like, yes. you know, the,
4: I will remove my glasses for that. Okay. Yes. Dang. You can remove your earpiece for that. <laughs> that uh, yeah, all. these
3: things are these are that's expensive, it. man. Yeah, yeah. I'm not messing you that can up.
4: Re- remove the earpiece. That's
3: okay. It. How about some of, so uh, what about any player so who of, have at least 150 receiving uh, yards? I mean,
4: so that, I was going to say, so of those two, right? I mean, you do have several you do have several premier receivers in these games, right? So, I mean, like, if you look, the rushing one is a little hard to get to, right? I mean, like, because the one thing that we've talked about, you have a Bengals team that is the most pass-heavy team In the NFL, you have a Kansas City team that doesn't use a primary running back. Then you go over to the Eagles side. You don't have a primary running back and the quarterback steals, you know, eight to 10 carries a game. And then you look on the San Francisco side and now listen, we don't know the status of Eli Mitchell right now. So there is at least that that's lingering and looming. But even if he's not able to go, it'll be next man up. Like they're not going to go. They're not going to go solely McCaffrey right in the game. So. That one I don't like really at all. Um, The rushing one—it's look. That's why it's up at nine to one. But you do have several premier receivers in this game, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. like the thing is, is on the San Francisco side, even though they have a lot of mouths to feed. I mean, the thing is, is with Debo, he can get there. He can get to 150 on like five catches because of his ridiculous yards after
3: catch. So, like
4: you have that on the San Francisco side. Obviously, you have two premier receivers for the Eagles. You have two premier receivers for Cincinnati now. It would be a tight end for the Kansas City side of things. It would have to be Kelsey most likely to get there for you. But, I mean, there are multiple different options in this thing. And, again, we look like it's going to be good weather in all these games. It doesn't look like it's going to be suboptimal playing conditions or anything. So, I, if you had to play one of the two, certainly it would be the, the receiver there.
3: Okay, let's look on the game-related side. A couple interesting options, I think, for these props. Any team to kick a game-winning walk-off field goal in regula- in regulation plus 450 any game to go to OT, six to one. A team to recover an onside kick, 20 to one. And all four teams have a successful fourth down conversion, nine to one. I kind of like the idea with both of these games being short, less than a field goal spreads, to have any team to kick a walk off and for a team to go to overtime. Because if one of those hits, you're f- I mean, it's it's possible that either one of those could happen, I feel like. Very possible.
4: We have two spreads that are under a field goal. So to say that a field goal that the game ends in a field goal is like that yeah. is what that is what the the betting line is telling you, right? I mean that's what this is saying. And if you also look, especially in a game like Cincinnati and and Kansas City, like
3: where each one of their prior they, matchups has come down well, to a field goal, and
4: like if you think these offenses move up and down the field, right? Like if you think that, and again, these the totals rising because we think that these guys are, if they're just trading scores, it could be who has the ball last mm-hmm. and who just kind of like. Runs the clock down, runs the clock down, kicks the field goal to win the game. You know, I mean, like that's not out of the realm of possibility at all, especially in that game.
3: And there's no like Brett Maher situation where you know, like all these kickers are like none of them have the yips. Is what you're saying? (laughs) (laughs) None
4: of them have the yips. I wasn't going
3: to use that word. None of them have the yips.
4: None of these kickers have the yips. They can Uh, all all get it. They can all get it going.
3: Now, scoring related, they have this market that is all four teams to do X. All four teams to make a field goal, even money. All four to score at least a touchdown, minus 450. We're not betting that. To score at least two touchdowns, though, plus 155, can't get there. To have at least one passing touchdown, plus 120, at least one rushing touchdown, all four teams, plus 310. To score at least a touchdown and a field goal, plus 165. And all four teams to score at least 20 points, plus 350.
4: The all teams to score at least two touchdowns seems appealing. And trust me, it's not as as appealing as it. Remember that was part of my that was part of my bets last week mm. or whatever. And then not only there were multiple teams that didn't score two touchdowns last week, um,
3: but fewer it, games this time. It
4: is fewer games this time, but you do have a game in which with that Eagles and Forty Nine ers that I think we both I think we all have are in agreement now whether you think that whether you think the Bengals or the Chiefs are going to win the game. I think I don't like we can argue philosophically how we think that that's going to go, but I don't I don't think anybody thinks that that's like we're going to look up and it's like a a slog, right? Like we're not it's not going to be 17-13 or something. You know, like I think everyone believes that these offenses are good enough even with how good the defenses are to to score multiple times.
3: I, You're going I, to I, 20 I, points route?
4: I keep no, I keep okay. saying this from the from the multiple touchdown thing. Like they yeah. each to score two touchdowns, it's like I, San Francisco San Francisco and Philly could I think could there is a path, a clear path I believe to a low scoring kind of ugly game. So I, I wouldn't bet that one either. I don't
3: think- I don't think
4: I like any of these.
3: The one that I would go on is one of like the lower options, but each team have at least one passing touchdown. I think is possible.
4: But the but the 49ers have Brock Purdy at quarterback, though.
3: Yeah, and he had two plus (laughs) passing touchdowns every game until last week when CMC's rushing touchdown was the only one.